Last time on Focus on the Family Radio Theater's presentation of The Hiding Place. We have too many unclaimed watches. Do you think they've all gone into hiding? All were taken by the Gestapo. They're becoming bolder by the day. Those Germans have touched the apple of God's eye. Father, Corrie, come quickly. Something awful is happening at the Vials. Oh, what? Some German soldiers went into his shop. They're making a terrible commotion. I heard that you befriended a man on the street. A farrier. Mr. Vile, I think. Please, help me. In this household, God's people are always welcome. Yes. Corrie, you didn't really come to just chat, did you? No. We've had some unexpected company at the Bayer. First it was a single woman, then a couple. Just this afternoon, another couple. They're Jews, Fred. I see. We can provide safe places for these people, but they need something else. Ration cards. So now I know why you came here. Uh, Miss Tenboom, our host informs me that your headquarters building lacks a secret room. This is very dangerous for both your family and the people you're helping. A secret room? I'm sorry, I don't understand. You need a hiding place. A room known only to you that no one else can find. To hide your guests. You'll have to build one. How can I do that? I don't know how. Well, Miss Tenboom, fortunately, I do. The other day, my kids came to me all excited, saying, we just went on a cool web quest. And first I thought, uh-oh, questing on the web? Then I realized they were talking about the Odyssey Adventure Club web quests, just one of many great things about being Odyssey Adventure Club members. There are over 700 Odyssey episodes they can stream anytime, anywhere. A free subscription to the Clubhouse magazine and more. All fun ways to help them grow through biblical wisdom. Find out more at oaclub.org. I'm Jim Daly, inviting you to make family memories with Focus on the Family's 40th anniversary cruise to the Bahamas, November 13th through 17th. We've chartered the cruise ship voted best for families for a four-night voyage with something fun for everyone. This one-of-a-kind family trip includes the Christian band Mercy Me, the Adventures in Odyssey 30th birthday celebration, and much more. Book your stateroom at FocusCruise.com. That's FocusCruise.com. Focus on the Family Radio Theater presents the Lou Wallace classic, Ben-Hur, brought to life as an epic audio drama. I am Judah Ben-Hur, sent to the galleys for a crime I did not commit. A tale of unforgiving revenge. He who is not a friend to Rome is Rome's enemy. And unlikely hope. He must put his trust in God. Well, let's hope the Almighty takes a more liberal view of chariot racing than you do. Experience the power of Ben-Hur, available on iTunes and at radiotheater.org. So, what do you think? Oh, I've lived in this room all my life, and except for it being a few feet smaller, I can't tell a difference. 
It's amazing. I can smell the paint, but it certainly doesn't look like it's just been painted. It's, it's perfect. Down to the water stains and the, and the blacking from the coal. Yes, yes, it's exactly the same as before you started. Mr Smith, you're a master craftsman. The entrance is hidden down here, oh. under the bottom shelf of the bookcase. It oh. slides up. <laughs> See? Not very big, just two feet by two feet, but big enough to crawl through. Care to try? Oh. Not these old bones. Uh, Corey, Betsy? Oh, well, yeah, I think yes. we should try. Follow Please. me. Oh. Uh, you see, big enough for ten, maybe more if necessary. They can stand, sit, even stretch out on the mattress. How about air? Fresh air circulates in through that outside vent. It's such a small space. It's not built for comfort, Miss Tenboom. It's built for safety. Yes. Now, keep a water jug in here and change the water whenever you can. Hard tack and vitamins keep indefinitely. And your guests must store all their possessions here as well. Right. That way they won't have to gather them in case of a raid. Well, if we're at dinner and, and someone comes to the door... Your guests must bring their dishes, their silverware, their coffee mugs. There must be no trace of their presence in this house. None. <coughs> there. Ooh. <laughs> Solid as a rock. The Gestapo could search for a year. They'll never find this room. Has Mr Dilber come for his watch yet? I don't think so. We have company. Good day, my friends. Mr De Vries, welcome. No, I'm oh. afraid I bring trouble into your shop, forgive me. What trouble? You're our friend, and a friend can only bring joy. Of course. Unfortunately, there's no joy in this visit. They've confiscated his shop. Oh, no. I told them I was a Christian. They said, who cares? Any Jew can convert to avoid trouble. So they closed me down in the interests of national security. Oh, they won't stop there. That's my fear. If I'm a security risk, my shop is only the first step to taking me. You've come to the right place, Harry. Father, there's no place to send him outside the city. The only underground address I have right now is Mrs. De Boer. She has 18 already, but I'm sure she'd take one more. She's a decent woman, a good heart. And she only lives four blocks from here. We'll get Peter to take you over. A cup of tea first, then to Mrs. De Boer. Oh, I'll never forget your help. Nonsense! Let's enjoy these moments together as good friends should over a warm mug and a good chat. Hey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> things with the police these days? Busy, Miss Tenboom. This war puts some people out of business and others into greater busyness, which requires me to be prompt. This watch still does not keep time. Let me show you. Mm -hmm. Harry de Vries was captured last night. He was taken to Amsterdam this morning. This is his watch. You understand? Yes. Do you see? The second hand still hesitates at the top of the dial. See what you can do. Goodbye. Goodbye, Rolf. Who is that? Rolf van Fleet, the officer from around the corner. He dropped off this watch. He said it was Mr. de Vries's watch. 
He also said that Harry's been arrested. Ah, when will this madness end? I almost felt that Rolf was trying to tell me something. But being careful. Yes. Telling you we should quit our work. The police are under the control of the Germans now. Everyone knows it. Hmm. What's this? What? There's something scratched on this watch. The Star of David and the Cross of Christ beside it. So many good people are being taken or forced to run. Yes. But the enemy has already lost when people like the bulldog get captured. When a man like him goes to a dark place, the light of the world shines where it hasn't before. That is something they didn't count on. Mm. This is Rolf's home. You're sure about this, Corrie? It could be a trap. Rolf? Oh, I don't think so. He risked his safety to tell us about Harry and deliver the watch. Somehow I know that we should talk to him. We'll knock, then. Let's see what God has in mind. Corrie? Betsy? What are you doing here? We'd like to talk to you, if you have a minute, Rolf. Come in. It's dangerous for you to come here, for all of us. Oh, we're sorry. But we wanted to tell you that... Oh, you have no idea how much it meant to find out about Harry. And to get the watch. Yes, and we just wondered how we could repay your kindness. Well, first off, don't come back here again. The Gestapo sees everything. Oh, we're sorry. But perhaps we should go. No, wait. You're here. You might as well stay. And there is one thing you could do. What? We'd be happy to help. The cleaning woman at the jail has a teenage son, and they've almost picked him up twice for the forced labour camps. She's desperate to find another place for him to live. Perhaps we can help. Do you think she could find that her watch needs repairing? (laughs) Everyone seems to have a watch that needs repair these days. (laughs) Ask her to bring it to the shop tomorrow afternoon, around three o'clock. We'll hope to have some good news. Thank you. It works. Answer it, quickly. Oh, hello? Hello, Betsy. This is Pickwick. So, you have a phone again. Yes, it's so exciting. It's been three years since they cut our lines. Right. Only one caution, Betsy. They may tap your line. I see. Well, I just wanted to be the first to call. Best wishes. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Who was that? Pickwick. He wanted to be our first caller since he was the one who got us reconnected. He said our line may be tapped. Oh, dear. We should probably work out a code for when we talk to the underground workers. Mm. Um, Perhaps we could use watch terms. Ah, like, we have a woman's watch here that needs repairing, but I can't find a mainspring. Do you know who might have one? What would that mean? We have a Jewish woman in need of a place to hide, but we can't find one. Oh, Father, you're a natural. I'm a watchmaker. I work in puzzles every day. I suppose we're official now. We're gods underground. (laughs) 
Oh, the phone ringer. We should turn it down. Oh, yes, it ought to be as low as possible. I'll do it. <gasps> I hope nobody heard the phone. Yes? Uh, I understand you're a person that can help this woman and her child. What's the problem? The problem is that she's Jewish. The baby came prematurely. I've already kept them in the hospital longer than I'm supposed to because they had nowhere else to go. I can't do anything else for them. I've stuck my neck out too far already. Yes, we'll help them. Please, come in. Quickly. Uh, well, goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you, Doctor. I'm sorry. My daughter is hungry. Well, you feed her, and we'll feed you. You must be starved. I am a bit. Welcome to our home. You have a beautiful girl. I know what it is to be blessed with lovely daughters. I hope we're not putting you in too much danger. Nonsense! The Lord watches over us all. But we will need to find you a proper place. One removed from other houses. Our other guests know the danger of making noises. Your baby girl is too young to understand. From Focus on the Family Radio Theater, they were a simple watchmaker's family in Holland during World War II. Yet they became the center of a major underground operation. Their mission, to hide Jewish refugees from the occupying Nazis. Sometimes you open a door, and other times it is open for you. I think the latter has happened today. The Hiding Place is the incredible true story of Corrie ten Boom and her family, betrayed and sent away to a concentration camp. Yet as they suffered the horrors of prison, they managed to create another hiding place for those around them. Where are the Jews? Please, don't hurt her. Be silent! <laughs> you had your chance to talk. You hurt me. Where are the Jews? There aren't any Jews here. <coughs> for more information, the number is 1-800-A-FAMILY, or the website is radiotheater.org. That's radiotheater, spelled T-R-E dot O-R-G. miss the chimes. I'd hope to make it for them all. Well, Pastor, if you stay long enough, you can enjoy them next hour. <laughs> I wish I could, <laughs> Corrie, but you know how busy a minister's life is. I wanted to drop off my watch before I have to get back home. Oh, and I'd love to have you and your family over again sometime once things settle down. Yes, you have a lovely home. <laughs> so nice and private. Yeah, we enjoy it. I think the main spring's broken. It's stopped dead. I'll have Father look at it right away. Pastor, hmm? do you believe that God ordains moments, or are things subject to chance? God is sovereign, Corrie. We all know that. I agree. And I believe that he brought you in here this morning for a divine purpose. Oh, and what would that purpose be? To buy a new watch? No, it's much more important than that. Come with me. I want to show you something. 
This is so mysterious. You wouldn't happen to have any of that precious Dutch coffee hidden up there, would you? Or maybe some special cakes you want to get rid of. <laughs> Pasta, I have something much more precious up here, and I would only trust it to very few people. Oh. Here we are. It's just inside here. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> Miss Tenbaum, is my daughter being too loud? No, she's fine, my dear. Pasta. This is my precious cargo. Would you be willing to take this Jewish mother and her daughter into your home? We can't keep them here, and they'll almost certainly be arrested otherwise. Miss Tenbone, I do hope you're not involved with any of this illegal concealment and undercover business. It's not safe. Think of your father and your sister. She's never been strong. May I take the child for a moment? Of course. Oh, come to glory. Hmm. Pasta, before you decide, look at her sweet face. No. No, I can't. We could lose our lives for that Jewish child. Gory, give the child to me. Casper. Ah. There. You say we could lose our lives for this child. I would consider that the greatest honor that could come to my family. I'll see myself out. Perhaps we should leave. You'll do nothing of the sort. Surely we can find somewhere else for this good mother and her child to stay. Yes, Corey? We could take them down to the truck farm just out of town. Ah. They hide people for short periods of time. We can look for something else in the meantime. Oh, you're good to us. I'll call someone to take you this afternoon. Yes, hello? Hello. We have a man's watch here that's giving us trouble. We can't find anyone to repair it. For one thing, the face is very old-fashioned. Oh, all right. Send it over, and I'll see what we can do in our shop. Yes, ma'am. I'll dispatch it this evening. Oh, um, Betsy, a call just came in. It's a Jew whose features give him away, the hardest kind to place. Cory. What? Oh, Pastor. Miss Tenboom. Cory, you really mustn't blurt things out. What if Pastor was someone we couldn't trust? You should be more careful. Fortunately, I'm not the Gestapo. Pastor, I'm confident that you're careful enough for the both of us. Cory. I've come for my watch. Is it fixed? Yes, I'll just get it. Oh, you want to know about the mother and child that you met a few weeks ago when you dropped this off? Uh, yes. What became of them? We sent them to the only place that was available. It was one the Gestapo had raided already. Two days after they arrived, the Gestapo returned. Oh. When they got to the barn where the mother and child were hidden, the little girl was quiet, but the mother panicked. They were taken away. What happened to them? We don't know. We may never know. Most of the Jews are being sent to concentration camps. Those who can work, live. I'm sorry. 
Your watch. How much do I owe you? No charge. You're a man of the cloth. Thank you. Goodbye. Apologise for the tea, Mary. Rose leaves and cherry stems was the best I could do. Oh, no, no, it's hot and soothing. The best I've had in a long time. <laughs> Excuse me, everyone. Our old-fashioned watch just arrived. This is Maya Mossel. He'll be staying with us. Oh. <laughs> ah, one of the patriarchs. Ah, a brother of the chosen people. <laughs> Can you recite the 166th Psalm? The 166th Psalm? But there are only 150. Ah, this is a riddle. <laughs> Shall I recite it for you, please? <laughs> Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. But that's Psalm 100. Wait. Yes, of course. Psalm 66 begins with those identical words. Oh. <laughs> As I said, Psalm 166. <laughs> Come, sit and eat with us. The very first thing I must ask is whether or not I should leave behind my good friend, the pipe. My Mosel and his pipe are not easily separated, but for you kind people, I would gladly part with pipe and tobacco. Of course you must keep your pipe. I've been known to enjoy a cigar when I can get one these days. <laughs> these days? What do you expect when the barbarians have overrun the camp? Indeed. Please, let me introduce you to our other guests. This is Thea Hello. and Meta. Hello. And this, well, this is Yop. Hello. <laughs> this is Hank, our resident lawyer. Hello, nice to meet you. Lane Dirt, who is an excellent electrician. Hey, greetings. And the oldest guest, other than myself, of course, Mary Italy. Oh. A pleasure to meet you, Mr. Marshall. The pleasure is mine. I was cantor in the synagogue in Amsterdam, and most of my family was arrested. My wife and children are hiding on a farm in the north. Couldn't you go with them? Uh, with this face. <laughs> the only person that looks more Jewish than me is my mother. <laughs> Though my beard is longer than hers. <laughs> At least your name doesn't have to give you away. Oh, really? You think Maya Mosel isn't a hint? <laughs> of course! But we can give you a new name. Ah, so what do you suggest? Well, I've always been partial to Eusebius, after the church father. Mm, it's a good thing you don't have children. Eusebius, 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 Eusebius. Eusebius Mosley doesn't sound quite right. Ah, Eusebius Gentile Mosley. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a goose. You have to change both names. How about Smith? It seems a popular name these days. <laughs> then Eusebius Smith it is. You may call me Yussi for short. Uh, Yussi, it's our custom to read from God's word each night. We left off in Jeremiah. Uh, I would consider it an honour if you would read for us tonight. Oh, yes. oh uh, the honour would be mine. 
Be not afraid, my servant Jacob. The Lord Almighty declares, Israel, do not be alarmed. For behold, I shall rescue you from distant countries and your descendants from the country where they are held captive. Jacob shall return. Jacob will be at peace, secure, and no one will trouble him, for I am with you. To save you, the Lord declares. I shall make an end of all the nations where I have driven you, but I shall not make an end of you. Have you found a place for Maya Mossel yet? We've decided to keep him at our home. And we've given him a new name, UC Smith. <laughs> You're doing more keeping and less handing off these days. Only with some. Careful not to get too attached, Corrie. Pickwick, how can we help but love all these people? UC mm, is something special, isn't he? He is. Father's taken to him. It was interesting the other day, though. The ration card coupon was for pork sausage. We hadn't had meat in weeks, so we decided to serve it to everyone, including you, see. <laughs> Getting a kosher Jew to eat pork, that's no easy task. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy put a serving before him and said, You see, the day has come. Bon appétit. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> he knocked the ashes out of his pipe and said, There's a provision for this in the Talmud. <laughs> then he took a big bite and with a smile added, And I'm going to start hunting for it. Just as soon as dinner's over. <laughs> <sighs> Corrie, I understand you have no alarm system in your house. This is purest folly. How do you know what goes on? Oh, never mind how you know. A raid could come any day, at any moment. I don't see how you can avoid one. Scores of people in and out, and the police just around the corner. You're talking about installing some kind of buzzer? Yes. In every room that has a door or window on the street. Your secret room is no good to you if people can't get to it in time. Now, I know this lame dirt who's come to live with you. He's a good man and a very passable electrician. Have him do the work. And hold practice drills until your people can disappear into that room without a trace in less than a minute. Oh. I'll send someone to get you started. Oh, thank you. Next time on Focus on the Family Radio Theater, The Hiding Place continues. The church is a fool these days. It seems everyone has seen a loved one taken away or, or sent one into hiding. It's been this way many times for my people. So, it is time to light another Hanukkah candle. It is time. What do you wish for, you see? That as the light in this room grows, the darkness in our world fades away. The Hiding Place has been a presentation of Focus on the Family. Our cast included Wendy Craig as Corey, Isla Blair as Betsy, and Alec McCowan as Casper. And I'm Dave Arnold. Thank you for listening.